0: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
1: Radio. We start in the NFL with a preseason game in which the score wasn't the story. The Raiders taking care of the Cardinals 33-26 on Thursday night. But more importantly, the story is Kyler Murray, the number one overall pick of the Cardinals, their starting quarterback, and his struggles early in the preseason.
4: You could look at me and my habits and you can say, you know... I see why R.J., uh, we'll just be honest, is a millionaire. But, you know, I can see why he's not going to be a billionaire. And here's why. This morning, a lot of business to do, a lot of big things to do. I spent 90 minutes cutting up the Kyler Murray press conference into two sound clips that I think are going to make for a great two minutes of radio probably not going to help me become a billionaire. So (laughs) you can make the case. He loves his work, but a little obsessive sometimes. And I think we should get it right into it because what we know objectively is that Kyler Murray did not have a good game. Does anyone disagree with that?
1: Nope. Nope.
4: Now, what we also know is having a bad game in the preseason for a rookie I'm not sure how predictive it is at all, meaning it's either not predictive at all or it's the smallest bit predictive. That's the only two reasonable choices. Does anyone disagree with that? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. So the idea of the anti-Arizona crowd this year strutting around, spiking the football, not a good idea. By the way, Fez, after your 5-0, and I'm looking at your notes here, and it says some variation of Brad Powers picked under five and a half wins for Arizona. Looking good. Make your case.
5: Well, I think the case is
4: clear. All right, so what you're saying is if the case is so clear, it takes you 15 seconds to say nothing at the (laughs) front to try to formulate it.
5: Before last night, the two worst teams in the NFL were the Miami Dolphins and the Arizona Cardinals. Now, this is, again, this is what we call circular
4: logic. is You're saying that because they're number 31 and 32 in your
5: rankings. Also in Vegas' expectation season wins. Okay. So right now, let's talk about that. Who's at the bottom of those season wins? Miami Dolphins, four and a half wins. And next? Arizona Cardinals, five and a half wins, some VIG on the under. So
4: what you're saying is because Arizona's number 31 when it comes to expected wins, the fact that they lost a preseason game means under
5: those expected wins is a good bet? No, I think it's what's the... When you look into Arizona's preseason, does not really say anything. Yet. Arizona's one and one in preseason yes. They won a game by now that f- seems
4: like if you're only supposed to win five <laughs> and a half games, if you're one and one, you're ahead of schedule.
5: Pretty good, right? But both games were at home. The first game, misleading final. Oh, they won by four against the Chargers, but they got their butt kicked in most of that game. All right, last now, night.
4: Is- do we have any facts to back that up?
5: Yeah, first two drives for the Chargers, huh? 100- hundred fifty yards, went right through them. Okay, so like butter. So I'm confused, though.
4: Is the preseason about how well your starters? Do? Because if Arizona's starters would have played well for two drives in this game and then they played poorly the rest of the game, would, would the Arizona overbetters be celebrating? Because that's the real conundrum, and I'm not asking this rhetorically. I'm saying honestly how much of the takeaway from the preseason should just be ones versus ones meaning your opponents also got their starters in. And next week, week three, is always, in well, 99% of cases, the dress rehearsal week, which is the most telling week of preseason. But let's be candid. In week one and two, ones versus ones is a small percentage of the snaps, but we're still hearing a lot of takeaways about these teams. So is that just foolish? And if so, why, how can we be excited about an under for the number 31 team? And the way you explain the rationale of why it looks good is because they're the 31st team. Because the first
5: quarters were so bad for Arizona against the Chargers. So now with
4: small sample size, we're going to count a quarter in one game and a quarter in another with a new coach and a rookie quarterback. Yeah, and
5: the defense. So when you say,
4: yeah, that means, yeah, you're right. That's foolish. Or, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but I don't want to really say, yeah.
5: The strength of the defa- of Arizona's their defense, and their defense has been crushed. One versus one's the so first now two it's weeks. Not,
4: so now it's not just one quarter in one game, one quarter in the other.
5: It's on one side of the ball for one quarter and one quarter. Well, their offense has obviously been bad. That's, but is that
4: what we would expect?
5: Yes, that's the narrative. So if
4: what happens with the 31st team is what you expect, you don't downgrade
0: them.
5: I didn't expect their defense to be nearly this bad. So now bad. we're back to just the defense. Yes.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
2: app
0: Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Terms and conditions apply.
4: Brad, are you feeling any better about your, uh, under five and a half?
6: Oh, I'm still feeling good about that, but not the way he presented it. Oh,
4: so jump in my man. <laughs> well, hey, by the way, that was Steve Fazek, debating RJ Bell. Now it's Brad power, stepping into the arena.
6: I think there was an expectation in the marketplace that Arizona is going to be improved as far as coaching. I, I question that.
4: Okay. So wait a minute. The entire off season probably the most potent point anyone could make about the folly of what Arizona did with their coach hire, with their number one pick was, and let's talk about it Kingsbury's record in the big 12. And again, this is cherry picking to some degree, but take Kansas, which has been a historically bad team during that tenure of Kingsbury, take them out and say the other big 12 teams, how did he do
6: 13 and 35? So
4: you're 13 and 35 in college football with a program that under Mike Leach. Yep. What would be the best stat about how good they were?
6: Made a bowl game every single year. 10 up for 10 bowl games.
4: Not nine for 10.
6: Not nine. 10 for 10.
4: So you were a state champion free throw shooter at one point, <laughs> No, right? never. I thought you said you were state champ.
6: Like re- oh, you were like regional champ. Yeah, I mean it doesn't count when you're in the fifth and sixth grade. Then
4: why you? did you talk about it on national radio? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, even you in your prime didn't make ten out of ten.
6: No. All
4: right. So your thought was a bad coach last year yep. for Arizona, a rare coach who got fired after one year. That doesn't happen much in the NFL. But did you really think big upgrade with one of the biggest reaches we've ever seen? I oh, know, by the way, Kingsbury was fired from that job.
6: I certainly didn't think so. But I think some. Of, I've talked to some of the, the quote-unquote experts. They thought upgrade. All right. Because, I mean, if you're the
4: 31st team in the stack rankings like Arizona, it feels like that if you say here's some bad things about the team, that's the given. The question is, is it worse than we thought? So... If I look at the other folly, in my opinion, and we've had some stats on this, Brad did some great research. It was, if you look at the best, what was it, 157 or something? 148. All right. The 148 best passers in NFL history. Measured by what metric?
6: Just uh, career passing yards. Yardage. Yep.
4: And what did they all share?
6: Well, 146 of the 148... Were six foot or taller. All right. So the two exceptions: Sonny Jurgensen and Russell Wilson. Oh, Sonny J. Yeah. Now,
4: what we're saying is Russell Wilson is the exception that proves the rule, and then you're going back many decades, even before Fezick's time. <laughs>
6: yeah, all time. Many all,
4: decades is, and it was like, wow. Now we got a guy who is clearly shorter than Russell Wilson. Yes. And again, I can speak from experience. I was standing next to him at the Super Bowl, radio row. I'm 5'10 and a little change if you're lucky. And I was at least three inches taller than Kyler Murray. Kyler, I mean, Jonas, you were around, obviously, the set. Did you get next to him?
1: I actually didn't stand next to him, but I've heard stories, though, from people who are
4: shocked at his measurables at the Combine. Exactly. He had Al Pacino <laughs> and, and, and the devil's advocate type heels on. Oh, so, I mean, when, when he got majored, because yeah. there's no, didn't they say 5'11 or something?
6: Yeah, a little bit above 5'10. I promise you that's not the case. I, I agree. So if
4: history says if you can't win in college, you can't win in the pros. And if history says if you're not six foot, it's hard to be good in the pros. And Arizona says, you know what? Let's go for the daily double (laughs) against both of those. I'm not sure how much real optimism there should be. And when you're ranked number 31, I'm not sure how much real optimism there should be. So, Brad, not so much of a good showing so far. I'm going to let you have the final word.
6: All right. Here's what I noticed last night. Oakland is also a team that's in the bottom five or six as far as if you're stack ranking season win totals season win total for Oakland is six. So the expectation is, hey, Oakland's a little bit better than Arizona. Arizona's at home. Ah, okay, maybe we have an even game. That's not what I saw early on, RJ. I mean, we're 20 minutes in the game and it's 26 nothing. Oakland, that's where my downgrade is.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. At Bet365, 21 plus only, must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews,
2: and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
4: To me, I felt like I owed it to the country. you know, Whatever the rundown said, we have to stop that in its tracks. And, Fez, your thought was, oh, Brad had under Arizona season wins, he must be looking good. And we examined your analysis, and it was really effectively, well, they're the 31st best team, which is what they are if you stack rank season wins, and they look bad. It's like, well, it seems like the 31st team should look bad. Nothing else really was your point, was it?
5: Nothing else Dad.
4: I mean, I guess you said, oh, I thought the defense looked a little worse than it was supposed to. But we have two quarters on one side of the ball.
5: Yeah, the horrible defense in the first quarter, back-to-back home games. Pretty yeah, you, you, If you keep repeating it, it doesn't make <laughs> it any more
4: convincing. Now, Brad, you thought, you know, I picked my spas with RJ, but you came in on this one. I'm going to give you a chance to recap.
6: Yeah, so Oakland is a bottom five team by most accounts in the NFL this year. And
4: and let's say this, because that's what another show would say. Stack rank the season wins. Yes. If you think those are wrong, you can come here and bet thousands of dollars against Vegas.
6: Exactly. So Oakland, by stack ranking season win totals, bottom five team. Arizona's a bottom two team. So if we're looking at that, Oakland should be a little bit better than Arizona. But last night, watching it, specifically in the first half when the ones are playing... Oakland was a lot better, RJ. You got the cue there that was going long? I went. I mean, within three seconds, (laughs) I was out of there.
4: Here's the point, though. And we've been exploring this making the sausage soprano style right in front of the world. How important is motivation to win in preseason to preseason results? And Fez... This segues into that 10 and 0 trend now. 10 and 0, not 9 and 0, 10 and 0. You take only the coaches historically, meaning in their careers, that are plus five wins or more in preseason net or minus five wins or less. So either really good and really bad. There's six coaches, four good, two bad. So far, if all you did. Was bet with the arrow. The four good coaches bet on them, more the same. The two bad coaches bet under or against them in this case. You'd be 10 and 0. 10 and 0, RJ. And we had those coaches identified before any of this started, the 10 and 0. And we said, they're going to try to adjust the line. They're going to try, it won't be enough. Because they'll tweak the
5: line instead of making a significant adjustment. Right.
4: You say that with confidence. So then I thought, you know, Fezic is about as sharp as they come. But like all of us, myself certainly included, we've got weaknesses. Now, one of the things I pride myself on is I know my weaknesses. I can't stop them always, but I know them. But I know yours too. In fact, I know yours better than you know them. (laughs) Yeah, you do. And one of the weaknesses that Fez has is the strength. And that's usually the case. He is wired into his bones to think like a wise guy. I mean, like, literally, if there was a Mount Rushmore of wise guys, Fez would be on it. His, I don't know if there'd be enough rock to represent his pompadour haircut, but I mean, <laughs> it, he would be on it. And, the, and by the way, if you haven't seen this thing, his Twitter, at Fezik Sports, F-E-Z-Z-I-K. So it's at Fezik Sports, all one word. I knew that he even could say the words, parrot them. Yeah, they don't adjust enough. So I said, Fez, what would you make the over-under for the rest of the... And this was after the 7-0 start, correct? Correct. I said, what would you make the over-under for the rest of the preseason going with the up arrows for the four and the down arrows for the two? And we'll name them here in a second. I said, would you go 57%? He goes, no way. I go, what about 50 and he goes uh-huh mm, uh, mm, mm. I said perfect I'll take over 55 you take under and we bet now here on straight out of Vegas whenever we someone says something that's bettable, you can press the green button and automatically it's a $100 bet we don't let's be honest the suits at Fox said we don't want to make people uncomfortable with how much you guys are betting so we have a podcast the dream preview, and you can get that and this podcast. Just search for RJ Bell and your favorite player, free, both of them, which we, quite frankly, it's more of a hardcore deep dive. And we auto bet 300 there. Now, when we do bet on straight out of Vegas, the next pod, I'll, I'll offer, because I'm usually the one in the better position, I'll offer <laughs> the bet to the other people. They usually don't take it. Fez, what did you do in this case? I took it. Now, here's what happened. Like in Bridge, it opened up the bidding. So Brad almost got a hernia jumping for the green (laughs) button because then he was able to press it. So now you have $700 of
5: exposure, correct? Correct. And I'm staring at an 0-3 hole after all three of the coaches. Not only did they win and cover, they all covered by double digits last night.
4: So think about that, guys. If you look at, and we should look at the margins for all seven of the other games during the break. We'll talk about it before the end of the show. Doesn't mean, and this is so counterintuitive to what I talk about all the time. I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. 99% of the time, I mean, literally, sports betting is about aggregating small edges. A half point here, half point there, you get a mansion and a yacht. But there's a couple of times, and the two that jump out at me, or the three are very low liquidity meaning the limits are low prop bets. I think sometimes they're just playing wrong and don't let that scare you. If I disagree with an NFL line, I'm scared. I'm like what like you know on a side like what's wrong? What what am I missing? Also, we talked about the preseason in the NFL and also big weather factors in football. Sometimes if the wind is so big the total will go to 33 or something. And after watching the game, they could have played five games. and not going to score 33. You've seen that
5: many times. Right? Absolutely. And teasing ahead, my best bet tonight is a weather play in the NFL.
4: What do you think of that, Jonas? Look at this professional radio formatics from this guy.
5: Uh, it's all, I mean,
1: that's called executing a plan by Steve Fezzik. He knew Except you were going there, there and no he
4: had plan. it. <laughs> it was just, he just it popped in his head. He's thinking like a radio guy now.
0: This is Uncanny USA.
6: He says, Somebody's in the house and I screamed.
0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
4: This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen.